September 15th is a, a piece that is actually a combination of a couple different things. And it sort of is all under the banner of being a tribute to a musician who was very important for both Lyle and I, Bill Evans. And we dedicated it to him for a very specific reason, which is while we were there recording, Bill died. Of course, with Lyle, Bill, I think, has a, an immediate connection, you know, just in terms of the pianistic style that Lyle plays in, which I think, you know, is directly connected to Bill's way of, of playing. And, and um, for me, as not only a player, also as a composer, and this is true with Lyle too, I think Bill's way of sort of invoking that whole sort of French romantic harmonic language and reconciling that with the jazz tradition is a huge element in, in what has become the way both Lyle and I approach music. And somehow the pieces that came together to make that track be what it is are connected to, to Bill's thing somehow. September 15th is a little different way of approaching the jazz duo ballad in that the... Uh, the opening material was not so much to function as a head to be improvised on. It's its own sort of mood piece. It's more like a classical gu guitar concerto uh, adagio. One of the things that's always impressed me is just the, the, the extreme technique that Pat has, the control that he has. So he can play material like that. It's, it's totally believable. That's, there's a real challenge to playing something that sparse, something that simple, and having it come out that evocative. The piece starts out with a statement of a melody that was one of the first things Lyle brought to the group when we first started. We never played it live, but when he first got the Oberheim four-voice synth and could play chords, I remember him doing that piece, and he had sort of an oboe kind of melody that went with it, which I ended up substituting on the guitar. bed underneath that was written for four-part string section and I recorded each of the lines separately with all of the oscillators of the Oberheim four voice on just a single note with a volume pedal so that each part had its own expressive quality and at the end it's a little bit more like a string section in approach somehow it works in the context of the record. It fits with the sonic environment that we've heard previously. And then we built this transition piece that's that real nice little prophet synth melody that leads into this three-quarter waltz tune, which was a tune that I had originally written for the group Oregon. 
Oregon was going to do a record where they were going to play music of other composers. And we, I was touring at the time with Gary Burton. We did a lot of concerts opposite Oregon. And in fact, Ralph Towner used to come out and play with us. So I wrote this piece for them, and I think they even recorded it, but somehow it didn't get on the record, or they didn't get a version they liked, or something like that. But that piece had been floating around for a while, and I thought it would be a great duet piece for Lyle and I to play, which ended up being really true. charming 3-4 things that was designed to get us to a third section again that was not uh, nailed down it was open-ended and then you know the tape recorder was still running and the written music had run out so we're just improvising the challenge was to not solo on anything, but to solo in such a way that the whole conglomeration of written material made sense as a piece. It's a different kind of improvisation. It's more compositional improvisation. And the interaction with Pat, too, is just so tasty. The choices he made as to when to come in, what to emphasize or play along with was just marvelous and we got lucky. <laughs> 